Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast. It's your girl, DJ Perkins, and the one and only Sean DePaz. Yo, yo. Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five star preview. Happening, happy, happening, happy, happy. Are you happy? Happy opening day. That was yesterday. It's opening week. It's actually, yeah. we're going to celebrate it all month long because baseball is back. And I love baseball. And it's the only sport that I care about. I'm just kidding. I care about oh, all no. of them, but oh, no. I love baseball a lot. Baseball is the best. Um, oh, thank you, Elizabeth. My shirt is amazing. It's the only sport I care about, she says, is wearing a t shirt of another yeah, sport. Yeah, I lied. I'm the biggest Suns fan on the planet. And I am so happy that we're talking about the Suns today and Kevin Durant. It's an off white collab with um, Abercrombie. Ooh. So. No big deal. Bougie. It's a fancy shirt. I wear off-white. <laughs> I wear off-white. Thank too, you, actually. Elizabeth. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, go Suns now and forever. I hope you're all having a wonderful Friday. Hello to our fam in the chat. Charles, Daniel, Elizabeth. Scroll up for me. Wario is here. Waluigi. <laughs> Ryan. Hi, everybody. I'm in a really weird mood. Shout I'm out Daniel so for sorry. the donuts. Yes, thank you, Daniel, Appreciate for the donuts. Dog. Daniel sent the office donuts, and then he also sent me and Sean some special donuts mm -hmm. that we enjoyed before the show one, yeah. as our show prep. So thank you very much, Daniel. Um, we're super excited to be announcing that we are partnering with BetMGM. Let's get into it. Uh, we announced this earlier this week, but this is our first show since partnering with BetMGM. Yeah. So we are super freaking amped. And if you want to hang out with us this weekend, you can do so tomorrow by going to the BetMGM Sportsbook in Glendale for our Final Four watch party. All the fun starts at 2 p.m. I am super stoked. We have already been out to the Sportsbook to film our announcement video, and it is so sick it's in there. It's so nice. It's unreal. They it's got the, the bar has wireless chargers like built into the bar top. So you just lay your phone. Me and Totri were just blown away by it. Yeah. Maybe we're gorge. simple, but it was awesome. It is really cool. It's very high tech. Uh, they've got so many screens for you to watch whatever game you want to watch. And of course, your bets will always be in check because you can watch the ticker roll by at the mm -hmm. bottom. Um, and there's really no better place to watch sports. So come hang out with us tomorrow. Fun starts at 2 p.m. out in Glendale at the MGM Bets Sportsbook. And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can do so by using our promo code PHNX, and you will get $200 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. You just have to download the BetMGM app and sign up using pro promo code PHNX. Place a pregame Moneyline wager in the amount of at least $10 on any market at standard odds price. You'll receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Just make sure you use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. Like I said, don't forget to come out to the watch party tomorrow at 2 p.m. to watch the final four. And um, if you register and place your first bet with promo code PHNX when you're there, you'll receive a PHNX shirt too. So... I mean, hello. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. We know it's in Glendale. We wouldn't make you go all the way out there if it wasn't worth it. It's a vibe yeah, out there. Exactly. So very excited about all of that. Um, Shane's going to do a disclaimer now. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7111, seven for confidential help michigan oh my god that was like amazing that um full disclosure that was not done live but if it was <laughs> that'd be hilarious um shane's a speed talker i guess many of you did not know that um he has a very good talent for it <laughs> um before we get into talking to kevin durant also want to give a shout out to our friends at four peaks we were just there this past week for final last friday wednesday last wednesday last wednesday yep. <laughs> day of the week is it we were there for last wednesday and it was so much fun to see some of you guys out there charles was there so thanks for coming out to four peaks oh, charles yeah. um i got to eat my chicken tendies which i'm always stoked about i had my date with craig where we split some tendies and a french dip you had the french dip too didn't you yeah yeah shit's incredible there it's, it's so like, good the tendies are awesome but like you know we're there at least like once a month sometimes you got to venture out 
their whole menu goes crazy. Yeah, it's everything on there is delicious. Oh, they um, also make pretty good beer. Yeah, and on top of having the most amazing beer in the state of Arizona. Um, so thank you to our friends at Four Peaks for hosting us. We are super excited to be doing a few other things with them in this coming month. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. But one of the things we're going to be doing that I'm the most excited about is our NFL draft party. Obviously, it's going to be a big draft for the cards. They've and got the Cardinals coach. suck. So. Oh, the Cardinals do suck, by the way. <laughs> They're not good at football. Where, where is this coming from? That's uh, kind of a running bit now. Usually, it's we do it when Bo's sitting right there and we take shots at him. But oh. now it's just a running Bo's bit to remind anywhere. everybody that Cardinals... Not good. <laughs> they do have the third pick in the draft. It's a big opportunity for the cards. So obviously you're going to have to come watch what they do with that third overall pick during the NFL draft watch party on April 27th. It will be at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. And if you're going to drink a beer, you must be 21 years or older and you must drink it responsibly. Okay. Wow. That was a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> you, did, you did well. Thank you. Let's speak about some more words. Um, Kevin Durant. I don't know we're, what that noise was. I don't know was. what that was. Also, we're not speaking about words. We're speaking words about <laughs> Kevin Durant. It's the same thing. Um, I told you guys I was really excited. Kevin, Durant, Kevin Durant's made of words. The, the name is made of words. Yeah. Are names words? Yeah. Yeah. Names are words. They're not nouns. What else would they are mean? They, they're, they're proper they're nouns. Names, they're, I guess. But they're words. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Kevin Damn, Durant made his words? debut I don't know. as a Phoenix Sun, and it was electric. It was an electric factory. It was actually a little bit of a struggle but it was still really cool <laughs> i was gonna say i was like what? it was still really really cool seeing kd um play for the suns at home because we've never seen that before um the games he played were on the road so it was cool to see kd in the suns jersey at home i still haven't gotten used to it i probably never will at this point the fact that it still hasn't hit me and this is like now a thing <laughs> is kind of scary um but they did beat the timberwolves who they played with kevin durant Making his home opener, and it wasn't. Um, it wasn't his best game. It wasn't his best game. That's a good way to put it. It was not his best game. Um, he had been missing for the past twenty days. He had a twenty-day <laughs> span of. <laughs> you say that like we like we didn't know where he was. Yeah, he was like missing. He was on a milk carton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was out for the last twenty days with an ankle sprain, and he did in that time period missed a total of ten games. So I think um, a lot of what we saw was nerves for playing in front of the home crowd for the first time dusting off some of the cobwebs from the injury, um, trying to get into a flow with the team. It wasn't the best, but it was still cool to watch him in New Jersey. He did finish the night with only 16 points, eight rebounds, and four assists. He shot 27% from field yeah, goal five. range. Um, and the other games that he played for the Suns, he was in the 60, the high 60s to 70s. So it was definitely an off night, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, a... You don't necessarily know how healthy he was. I mean, ankles are uh, ankle sprains are a tough thing to come back from. And B, you kind of left out the most important part. They still won with yes. Kevin Durant being wildly inefficient. Yeah. This is getting back to what I was talking about last week when I went on my rant telling everyone to calm the at, down because, like, we're seeing even with KD not even playing that well, the Suns are much better with him on the court. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they still have a guy named Devin Booker who is the best shooting guard in basketball. Um. Fast. But like. Yeah, the fact that the Suns can beat a, a team that's been playing very well. The Timberwolves have, have kind of started to figure it out late in the season, and they beat that team with their best player not playing yeah. well. Um, it's just the presence of KD that means a lot on the court and then obviously off the court as far as just the excitement around this team is concerned. Um, completely off topic. I have some breaking news. Hunter oh, no. Dickinson is in, the, is in the transfer portal. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's the guy who said he was going to drop 20 and, and blow out ASU earlier in the year when he played for Michigan and then did not do either of those things um, okay. and then had to go to the NIT. Haha. <laughs> Back on track. Um, yes, even though he didn't score until um, five minutes into the second quarter, there was still such an undeniable value that Katie provides and is obviously one of the reasons that the Suns traded yeah. for him in the first place. Is like when Katie is on the court, defenses have to account for that. Um, you know, they can't focus as much of their efforts on Devin Booker as they have this whole season. Like they have to figure out how to defend Katie and Devin Booker. And so it allows the Suns to play more of like a two man game with Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, because then, you know, they're not as being heavily focused on. And as long as DA and CP3 can play effectively, which they did against the Timberwolves, um, it kind of allows them more space on the court. So 
I think obviously that's one of the things that makes Katie so valuable to this team is obviously he's a top five player in the NBA, but also when you add him to the mix um, and defenses have to account for that, it allows for other people to step up and be more of offensive threats as we saw with uh, CP3 and DA. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you hit it right on the head. It just, like I said, the presence of Kevin Durant makes everyone's life a little easier. Um, and it's, he's been playing this game for a long time. Like, even if he's not scoring, there's a certain amount of leadership and experience that he can provide. And just like the calmness that I feel like he brings everywhere. Like he's a very even keeled guy. Um, at least when he's not on his phone, um, <laughs> like I, I feel like that provides a lot of value and it, it just kind of, it, it fits the vibe. Um, yeah. so like, yeah, I, I feel like I can't say it enough. Kevin Durant, even if he could score no points, he's still going to provide value to this team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do want to say, though, I think a lot of what we saw against the Timberwolves was what I was the most concerned about. And what I brought up on last week's show is um, I was worried about how long it was going to take for the Suns to adjust with having Katie on the team and just develop that key team chemistry. And a lot of the people in the comments were like, oh, it's Katie. He can fit in anywhere. It's not that big of a deal. And I agree for the most part like Katie um, is very versatile and adaptable and it is easier to slot him in into a, a new team than it would be like some of some of the other superstars that are out there in the NBA but I still just think that there is inevitable part of having to redevelop your team chemistry when you add someone into the mix that hasn't been playing with you all year long like yeah. regardless of who it is like and it makes it a lot easier that it is KD but like if the adjustment's not for KD, then it's going to be for the other players on the team. Like it's going to be Devin Booker adjusting or DA adjusting or CP3 adjusting or whoever else. Um, and I think that's just kind of natural. And I, I do feel like there were some not glaring signs of that, but like, I think there was a little bit of that in, in the game that you saw with how they were trying to figure out how to gel. Yeah. But Kevin, this, this is his fourth game with the Suns. They've won all four. And in the first three, he scored 23, 20, and 37 points. And Devin Booker also got his. Like, I I, I am not really concerned about the chemistry issues or anything like that. Like, you, they've demonstrated already that they can play very effective basketball immediately with Kevin Durant. And obviously, this Timberwolves is probably the best team that he has played in the Sun, yeah. in, with the Suns so far. So And with two pretty good defense, well, one pretty good defensive big man and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, but, like... I, I'm not. I'm just not concerned about it. it. Like I said, coming back from an ankle injury is very tough, and it, it, I mean, I'm not too sure that there were nerves necessarily. But there's, it obviously playing in front of your new home fans for the first time, like that's a big moment. Um, I, I think we'll be fine. I think you'll see Kevin Durant back to normal. I think even injured Kevin Durant, he's not going to have many of these games where he's shooting 27 percent from the field. Yeah, I, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as big of a deal as it would be if it were someone else. But yeah. I still think they need to figure yeah. some stuff out. This could be uh, iron out some bumps. This could be Dallas. This could be Dallas. <laughs> and holy shit, <laughs> the wheels have <laughs> fallen off train that wreck. wagon so hard. Well, the train if there has ever derailed. were wheels on that wagon, I, I don't know. They fell so far in yeah. the standings, and Kyrie and Luca do not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's I. It doesn't sound like Luca's enjoying himself. No, playing the sport anymore. Luca's not having a good time, which fun. I don't care about. Like, yeah. fuck Luca. Bye. He's a hoe. Retire, man. Like, retire at this <laughs> retire. point. I don't care what you do with yourself. Um, so it could be worse. <laughs> we could be the Dallas Mavericks, and we are not the Dallas Mavericks. But um, if Kevin Durant does play the rest of the regular season for the Suns, which fingers crossed he does, nothing else happens. Um, he will have ten more games under his belt before the playoffs when start. We learn. When will you learn that your actions? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I knocked on wood, everybody. But uh, he'll have 10 more games under his belt before the playoffs start, which I think is um, nice to have that cushion mm -hmm. because we didn't know for sure last time we did the show when Katie was coming back. We were still at the reevaluation standpoint. Um, actually, we broke the news that he was going to be supposed to be coming back this yeah. this week. And um, I mean, they they're playing. All playoff teams except for one for the remainder of the season, as the standings currently stand. Yes. Obviously, they got San Antonio, which is uh, not a playoff team. But everybody else, obviously, um, may have heard of them. The Denver Nuggets tonight. Mm -hmm. And then they go Oklahoma City, who has been playing really well. Then San Antonio. And then Denver again. And then uh, those guys, the Los Angeles Lakers. And then the Clippers. All yeah. decent teams. Very tough schedule to um, finish out the year for sure. But I think that's nice to yeah, kind that's, of that's see. Yeah, that's what I was getting at, 100%. Even though it's a tough schedule, I think I like that because yeah. it 
gives us an idea of what the playoffs are going to look like mm-hmm. and how the Suns are going to stack up against the teams that they're inevitably going to be facing in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of happy that they get to do that and they um, have Kevin Durant back for that because I would be bricking it if we went into the playoffs and Katie hadn't returned and we were going up against pick a team besides the Nuggets because I think the Nuggets are frauds. Um, I would have been scared because I wouldn't have known what to expect. But this kind of makes my me less scared because I at least we can see it before it matters. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I I like the I like the the fact that it's hard opponents. It is. It I feel like that kind of thing galvanizes a team. Um, yeah. So I I'm excited. And, and I mean they play twice against the Nuggets, but like Oklahoma City, the Lakers. Those are very winnable games yes, while still absolutely. being playoff teams. Yeah. Um. Actually, are the Lakers currently in a playoff spot? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, I think they're in a, they're yeah. in a plan like with plan. the the Thunder, I believe. Because okay. the Mavs dropped below. Yeah. So, oh, so cool. yeah. We, they, they have, can, can, can I push? Yeah. This the agenda? Lakers are the Lakers are uh, nine right now. Yeah. Can I push this agenda? What's the agenda? Um. We need us the Royal We mm-hmm. collectively need the Mavericks to get the eighth seed. Yes. So they can shit pump the denver nuggets that would be really fun and so we can be like hey nuggets is well, Luca your daddy too are we siblings now it just it, it would make it a lot better yeah i mean like i love sga i don't really need okc to be in the playoffs y'all can not this year not this they're year they're not ready yet. yeah they're not ready yet although i will say um as much as i would love to see that i would love to see the pelicans sweep the denver nuggets because i think that would happen yeah that would be electric. Uh, they did. Didn't the Pels beat the Nugs last night? Yes, they did. By a lot of points. By a lot of points. Uh, without Jokic, I believe. But Yes. Still. <laughs> um, if only Jamal Murray was healthy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's the running joke in this office. Um, <laughs> all right. I. What was I saying? Oh, yes. The end of the season. Happy that Katie is going to be there. And um, I think that's too when we'll get to see the pick your poison type of uh, defense that the teams are going to have to run when you are playing against Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, CP3, and DeAndre Ayton. Like, I, I just, that's a monster for to try to figure out how to defend. Like, that's not fun. I, I wouldn't want to defend that team if I were the anyone playing the Suns. No, neither would I. And then when you get to the playoffs, Chris Paul is still alive, man. Like, he's not. He's not fucking completely useless. Yeah. And if he's your fourth best player, he can cause you he's, problems too. He's your fifth best player with Josh yeah, Kogi right now. That's probably true. My God. Um, yeah. That's probably Josh true. Kogi, dog. A monster. Dog. Yeah. You want to talk about uh, talk about a guy who wants it more than anybody wants anything? Josh Kogi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I'm just I'm excited. This team is going to be deadly. Yes, this team is going to be deadly, and I'm excited to see how they're going to be stacking up against some bigger teams uh, as the season comes to a close. They do play the Nuggets tonight, which I am so freaking excited for. Have we gotten the injury report for There's, that yet? They're not playing the Nuggets. They're playing the the Duckets. The Duckets? Pl- oh, are they? Is, yeah, is, 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 are they, is Jokic ducking? Jokic? I, I, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think Jokic or Murray are going to play. It's, oh, they're yeah. ducking now. Yeah, but, put, but, them on a, put them but, on a milk carton. But... MVP doesn't want to play the Suns. But what we, got, we got an event with, against the Nuggies coming up soon. We do, yeah. And they we, should be fully healthy. So. We do have a takeover coming up, which sold out in like hours, by yeah. the way, um, when the Suns take on the Nuggets for the last time this season. I'm so. Are you serious? They're not going to play. Yeah. How many points do you think Jokic and Murray are worth on that team? Like going against the Suns. Am I going to spread? Yeah. Um, seven. Okay. The Suns are favored by ten and a half on BetMGM. Mm. Last I checked, at least. Okay. Well, I was hoping it'd be a little bit more than that, but <laughs> that's a that's a lot of points for a team that's still a one seed. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the Nuggets are the biggest frauds ever, and like I know I'm gonna get canceled by everyone in Denver for saying that, but like it's true. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm not scared of the Nuggets at all. As much as I love talking shit, I don't think they're frauds. I just don't think there are a a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Yeah, I like they they true. have won a lot of games. They're the one seed for a reason. Yeah, Nikola Jokic is. <laughs> Yo, Kitchen Murray ruled out scared. Uh, um, <laughs> true. Um, I love that. They're good it's for so a reason, boosty. but that reason is Nikola Jokic. And like, and my biggest problem with Nikola Jokic is I, I feel like I've said this before is just that he is not like I'm, I'm not worried about him like taking over a playoff game and dropping forty on you like a guy yeah. like Giannis could or a guy like KD or De- Devin Booker could. Yeah, I just yeah he doesn't have that kind of game where he's going to take over and like demoralize you like that um 
And so, yeah, like John John Paul Edward Adio said, they're not a typical one seed. They, they, they have a different vibe to them. This is not yeah. the, this isn't the, the Warriors of old type thing. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't really think they're that playoff tested either. Like, I know they've made the playoffs a couple times in the past few years, mm-hmm. but they haven't had their full roster with them when yeah. they've done it. So. And there's plenty of teams, like especially in this West, there's plenty of teams that would that it's going to be a big matchup playoffs. Like if you get the if this team gets the wrong team, like the Pelicans. Yeah, the Pel- the Pels is a nightmare for the Nuggets. Yeah, I think. Like, yeah. I don't. I, Brandon, Brandon I don't Ingram is the most slept-on superstar in the NBA right now. I is unbelievable. Yeah, I would agree. The Nuggets in general are slept. The Nuggets went healthy. That roster is fucking ridiculous, man. When they're fully healthy, the Pelicans. The Pelicans yes, uh, it's a big if because they're not Zion, usually healthy. Zion's getting reevaluated. Exactly. Soon. I think y'all forgot, and not y'all, but y'all, the royal the y'all. world. <laughs> I think y'all forgot that Zion is really good at the sport. Yeah, he is like good. he is a he's a freak. He's really, really good. And if he is healthy, I would love to see him versus Jokic. Yeah, absolutely. So looking back on Katie's first game as a son in Phoenix at the home at his home opener, just him, right? Is mm. his home opener. Yeah. Are you concerned at all? Or was that no. just a fluke? It was, yeah. I mean, I, I don't even want to call it a fluke. Like it I mean, it, yeah, it was I just don't think yeah, you're not gonna see this again. Yeah. You're not gonna see a twenty seven percent shooting percentage performance. From, from Katie. Katie again. No, yeah. I'm not worried about it at all. He rightfully belongs. Up I wasn't in the worried about it when he was hurt. Studies. Yeah, I wasn't either. Um, I definitely don't think it's any cause for concern for Suns fans. Like nobody should be pressing the panic button in any sense of the world term. It's going to be fine. Um, I think it was just a little bit of a fluke from Katie, and they still won, even though Katie only shot 27% um, from field goal range. So not the end of the world. Um, I do love what this team looks like, though, with him on the court. Like it just is, it's just a monster team. Like you just mm-hmm. look at that and you're like, holy shit. Like that is the Phoenix Suns. And that's kind of crazy to yeah. think about. Question, Petty Queen. Yes. Would you rather see the Nuggets get swept in the first round or meet them if it were to line up in that way in the conference finals and sweep them there? Ooh, ooh! The petty queen in me says, "I just want to get them. I just want to watch them get swept." Yeah, I kind of do. Like it would be really, it would be fun (laughs) to sweep them, but. I would, I would love to see them get their ass kicked immediately. Like, yes, that shit just would be immediately. Like, take the wind out of their sails. They can't even talk shit to anyone because they just <laughs> yeah. get knocked out of the playoffs right away. Yep. Like, I kind of just want to see them just get bounced. Yeah, and I was talking to Saul about this earlier. It's very similar to the ASU U of A situation, where like, if if they and the Suns both get bounced in the first round, the difference is that one of you's a one seed. Like, yeah. you're not going to be able to tell us shit regardless. Uh, I'm, the, I'm, uh, because one of one of you one of you one of the teams traded for one of the best players of all yeah, time. Yeah, one of the teams hedged. The lot. other team thinks that a they lot. have the greatest player of all time. They have one of the greatest players of all time, I think. Yeah, that's fair, but still. Um, <laughs> I, I would rather watch would the Nuggets get bounced in the first round, though. I think that would be so. <laughs> it would be quite fun. Um, just imagine the bragging rights we would have over the Nuggets. Oh God, I love it. Um, Okay, so we're not worried about KD. I think uh, someone in the comments saying he just rushed shots. And he said that, too, um, in his post-game press conference. He said, I felt like I was rushing, especially in the first uh, quarter. I love One of the, my favorite things from that game was when Monty told him that greatness doesn't shake its head. Put that on a T-shirt. Like, paint that on a wall. Uh, put it in the yeah. locker room. I loved it. Everyone's like, it's corny. No. I, like- loved, I loved when someone asked KD if he felt like he was cursed, and he just laughed. He's like, look at my life. <laughs> I'm cursed. <laughs> I leave and my life is pretty damn good. Like, yeah, Katie's fucking awesome, man. I love him. Um, I I just love that moment between him and Monty, though, because um, obviously Katie was showing a little bit of <clears throat> visible visible frustration with mm-hmm. his performance, and I would be frustrated too if I was him. Obviously, he knew the importance of that moment. He knew that. Suns fans were chomping at the bit to see him play basketball at home, and he had kind of missed out on some of that momentum with his injury. Um, so I think he knew the importance of that moment, and he could see you could see that he was frustrated. Um, yeah. And I just love that Monty, being the coach that Monty is, was like, "It's fine, just greatness like doesn't shake its head. Like keep your head up." Um, I just like I don't know Monty that well. Obviously, I don't know him personally. I just know him from the interactions as a media member, but. Um, I just think like he knows how to coach men. And I think when you have someone like KD, like I, I would be, I don't, I know that I'm not in his position, but what would you say to a superstar at that moment? Like he's a top five basketball player. Like yeah. I wouldn't know how to handle that situation and be like, bro, why are you sucking? Like, let's go. Well, I would know not to do that, <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, 
Jen Paul Edward Adios is just hitting it on the head. Like Monty's just a very clearly just like emotionally intelligent yeah. guy. I mean, I guess his relationship with DA over the summer could throw that in question a little bit. But like he is clearly a very like cerebral, like just it seems like he's his mind's always working. He's always thinking. Yeah. Um and I feel like that's perfect for this kind of team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I wouldn't know how to coach Kevin Durant, so I'm glad we have Monty Williams because Monty Williams does know how to coach Kevin Durant. <laughs> um, okay, so before we move on to some baseball talk, um, I know you kind of mentioned it already, but the schedule as the rest of the season goes, Nuggets tonight, then the Thunder, then the Spurs, Nuggets again, Lakers, Clippers. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of those six games, how many are you penciling in for a win? Uh, let's just win six straight games in the year. Yeah. They should beat every team that's on that schedule. I mean, the Nuggets, the, obviously, that second Nuggets game is a bigger question because they'll be healthy. I'm so mad. Um, there. But there's no reason you should lose to a, a Jokic list Nuggets team. There's no reason you should lose to OKC. No reason you should lose to San Antonio. No reason you should lose to the Lakers. The Clippers are also tough if they're playing everybody, but it's a game. It's the last game of the season right before the playoffs. If at that point the, the, the seeds are locked up, then I doubt they would play uh, Kawhi and PG. So that one is is a question for me. I think uh, the Clippers scare me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it scares me a little bit. But yeah. I, I'll be I'll be fair. I'll go I'll go five for six. Okay, Damn, that was my answer. Now it's gonna seem can, like I'm no, unoriginal. We can, <laughs> we can share answers. I who where's the loss coming from for you? Um, either the Clippers or the Nuggets on April sixth, the second yeah. Nuggets game or the last game in this season, depending yeah. on. I got some news also. We need the Grizz to start to to win also these next couple games because. We get to that next Nuggets game, and they've already locked up the one seed. There's they no reason. There either. Yeah, but Come I, on, I, Grizzle. they're only three games back, so I think mm. it should be okay. Come yeah. on, Grizzle. Um, uh, I'm going yeah. five of six, and I'd be happy with that. I think that's a great way to end the season. Um, I think it's good to see how this is going to play out for the Suns and for sure. before they head into the playoffs. So love to see it. Um, hopefully they just curb stomp the Nuggets tonight. I'm so sad that they're ducking. Those little chickens. After all that shit, they talked for Embiid ducking. Now they're ducking the Suns. I know. Oh, my gosh. We should go over to Footprint Center and put up missing signs for Jokic <laughs> like they did for uh, Embiid. That would be good. And uh, just troll the Nuggets. Um, but oh, Boosie's making a good point, though. The, yeah, PHN squad will be there. The Nuggets don't stand a chance in that game. Six for six. Uh, it, also, if they go six for six, that'll be a nine-game winning streak going into the playoffs. Ooh. Wouldn't hate it. Yeah, I think that's enough to make anyone shake in their boots. Just a wee bit. Shaking in my boots. Um, There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Daniel saying, Mac, please don't ever be a life coach. Don't worry. I have no <laughs> intention of being a life coach. Um, I, I'm really bad with other people's emotions. Like I, when someone starts crying around me, I like lock up. I like don't know what to do with myself. So um, yeah, I will not be a coach. Same, to be honest. I don't think you'd have to worry about Katie crying on the court. Yeah. But fair. Very true. Chicken nuggets. Yes. Everyone in the comments saying chicken nuggets. Chicken Dog nuggets. on the nuggets. Uh, we encourage all of that behavior in this show. Um, all right. Before we talk about some baseball, let's give a shout out to our friends at Mountain Mike's yeah. who brought in some pizza this week for the office. Um, I could cry every time they bring in pizza because I always forget to feed myself. And so when I don't have to think about it and mm -hmm. someone else feeds me, it's the best day of my life. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're asking. Sean, are you Mountain Mike? I am not Mountain Mike. That's Mike Luke. No, that's Mike Luke. That was a really good um, Also, Mike Luke eating Del Taco cheeseburgers at 10 a.m. this morning, by the way. Weird. Like, like morning pizza? Like you got some leftover pizza in the fridge? Completely acceptable. Getting Del Taco at 10 a.m. is should be – you should be thrown well, in federal prison. Yeah, but – Del, Del Taco at 10 a.m. is crazy. Del Taco cheeseburger at 10 a.m. is, is <laughs> insane. Yeah, no, that, that, that should be a federal offense. Um, What's not a federal offense is eating Mount Mike's pizza. That's a fact. <laughs> you, you'll get the medal, a, a, a medal from the president for eating Mount Mike's. Um, their pepperoni pizza is my absolute favorite. Maybe. Big Mountain Mike's girl. So thank you for bringing pizza to the office this week. You can head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa Chandler or Tucson locations to place your next order and if you sign up to be a diehard, you get a $50 pizza voucher when you sign up. So it's pretty a, good it's a deal smart there. smart financial decision. Um, Jan Paul Edward DeDio saying, I offer weed. You know who else offers weed? 
OG's Breads. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Stop by your local dispensary and pick up some OG's Brands gummies. They are the best THC scratch made gummies in the state of Arizona because they're made here in Arizona. I never in my life have had a better tasting gummy. The orange creepsicle flavor is to die for, but they also have their Aquaberry Sleep Edition gummies, which is a CBN and THC gummy to help you fall asleep and stay asleep. And the Aquaberry is delicious um depending on how this game goes tonight which i'm assuming it will go in the sun's favor but in the weird off chance that it doesn't i will be taking an aquaberry gummy and knocking out um so i don't have to remember anything about this performance tonight um the sleep edition gummies are live and active so make sure you head to your local dispenser and check out ogsbrands.com you must be 21 years or older to enjoy i have bad news for you um the aquaberry is going to help you stay asleep it's not going to wipe your memory you're well, still you're still gonna remember that loss. A girl can dream. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you can dream. Maybe I can when sleep long enough. Yeah. yeah, sleep long enough to forget. It, um, I mean, you could take one if things are going bad at first half. Take one at halftime so you could sleep through. Just knock out the second yeah. half. You don't gotta worry about it. There you go. All right, um, Sean. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> Baseball's back. We're back, baby. We're so fucking back. We're back. Uh, we're so back. Oh, we're so back. Um, we have a lot to talk about because yesterday was opening day. It was. So do we want to talk about the, do we want to go happy or sad first? What do you want to do? Let's get, let's, let's stay happy. Let's stay happy. Okay. We'll stay happy first and then we'll talk about the sad things after. Um, yesterday was media day yeah. at Chase Field and they decided to let us there. <laughs> they said it was to let us go. Um, we got to do a bunch of cool stuff. Yep. It was Sean's first time on a field of a major league baseball. It was. It was a dream come true. Not even joking. It was yes. literally my little boy. Sean, um, dreams were made whole. Made whole. They were answered. Um, we got to go into the clubhouse, which was really cool. I've been there a couple times, so it wasn't that cool for me. But Sean was loving it. I was. We we're so down I'll on the field. Catel Marte's shoes. Yes, he has a lot, by the way. Did you see his shoes last night? The gold, the yellow cleats with the gold protector. Oh, she was. Catel Marte. I think we need to have a talk because my guy, you do not need that many shoes. Yes, he does. Entire wall. Of his locker. He had shoes spilling out of his locker, lining the wall. His cubby was filled with shoes. Like, there were shoes. At, he has more shoes than me. Listen, first That's off. That's saying something. He's making a lot of money. If I made that kind of money, I'd have even more shoes. <laughs> Secondly, he plays 162 games a year. And thirdly, half the shoes were like sneakers and trainers, and then half of them were cleats. So It was a lot. Of, it was a lot. Um, it was a lot, a lot of shoes, but it was really cool. They also let us try a bunch of the new food that is coming to Chase Field this year. And I'm pretty <sighs> sure Sean and I both died and went to heaven. Oh my God. Um, it was another great day for me because I didn't have to think about how I was going yeah, to feed myself. Um, it was so good. Like there were so many things for it to try. We had two different kinds of nachos, the hel- the pork nachos. Mm. Ugh, to die for it. My favorite thing. And they come in a little mini helmet. Oh, they had like, them right now. like seven it. different types of hot dogs. Um, one of them had a pierogi on it. Yeah. Um, Hard to eat, but delicious nonetheless. Yes. There was just so much. What was your favorite thing that you tried? I mean, I feel like we might have the same answer here. The the bao bao bun crispy chicken sandwich was, I don't know if that's your answer, but that was my favorite. The shit was ridiculous. Yeah. It was like literally a bao bun, which like no, so soft and like it was such an interesting texture. And then it, Fried chicken sandwich coated in this like Thai chili type sauce. It was unbelievable. Wait, were the bell buns the buns yes. or was it inside of the bell bun? They, they were the buns. Like there was wow. one on top, one on the bottom. It was yeah. crazy. It was really good. Dude, bell it was buns, unbelievable. It was, my, it was my first time ever having a bell bun, actually. It was my second favorite thing. I think my first favorite thing was the carnitas. Yeah, those nachos. were very good. Oh. I also really loved, mm-hmm. I know you weren't a huge fan of them. I loved the, the, um, I'm not putting a dollar in the jar for this, by the way. The, the Bean Town. Uh, burger or Beantown hot dog. It's the versus hot dog for when the Red Sox are in town. Um, had baked beans, bacon, and onions on it on a hot dog. Shitting me. Like, what more could you ask for? This shit was delicious. Yeah, it was just electric. Um, I still will ride or die with my nachos. I, I still can't get the taste of the olive out of my mouth. I'll oh, say that. That was yeah. disgusting. Um, um, the the Greek fries were not it. The Greek fries would have been delicious if there was no olives on them. Greek Greek fries are elite. But olives are disgusting. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe, I'm they, not an olives guy, it but was, you can pick I around was, them. I had a very visceral reaction. But when I was trying, like you, you, I'm assuming you can order them without the olives, but they had the olives on them. I wanted to give it a, a true try, um, and it, uh, I regretted it. Yeah. By the way, the pierogi dog is for the Guardians, so if you want it, you have to go when the Guardians are in town. Yes, yeah, it's they're bringing back the away dog. Um, dog yeah. Also, check Slack, Shane, the TPSP chat. I have something for you to put up on the screen. 
oh, for boy. everyone's enjoyment. Um, the away dogs are back, so they will be doing a special hot dog for every away series um that mm -hmm. is based off of whatever team is playing and there's a big polish population in cleveland i guess is yeah. what we were told in the yesterday. Midwest, there's, a, there's a lot of pierogies in buffalo <laughs> as well there's like it's a very big midwestern staple yeah so they will be um doing that for the series against the guardians um it was it was good i just think it was hard to eat you know yeah yeah like, there's I, a I lot think, going on i think in theory you need to eat the pierogi like take the pierogies off and then eat the hot dog because the hot dog was still good. It had like brown mustard on it and stuff. It was really good. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, Charles, I did reclaim the bullpen cart. Um, here I am. <laughs> I saw this outside and I was like, Derek, you have to get a picture notice, of me in the bullpen cart. <laughs> notice how it's roped off. Mac yeah, definitely I definitely was not broke some rules. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, I need it. I definitely broke some rules. I getting walked a picture away. I was just like, I'm not involved in this. Also, just rule breaking. <laughs> credential. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's fine. Nobody can use that. They can't get in. Um, but yeah, so I did reclaim the bullpen cart. I'm so glad I got that picture. You will be seeing that cart a lot, that picture a lot, because um I will be needing it to usher some of these pitchers off of the mound mm -hmm. this season because good God almighty. So oh, I need to if, start with Zach Gallon. Yeah. Last night, if it was any indication of our pitching staff this year, that cart is gonna get a lot of use. I mean, there were some positives. Yes. We saw someone hit 100 with their first pitch out of the pen. Yes. But that was about where the positives yeah, ended. That was about it. Um, but before we get into that, thank you so much to the Diamondbacks for having us out at yeah. Media Day yesterday. It was so fun. Was really um, awesome. Someone in the comments saying the Ranger dog looked really good. You, I didn't get the chance to eat that I because did. I Texas was eating dog. too much and I was going to throw up. It was really good. It was. I had that one. It chili was cheese and Fritos, right? Yeah, chili cheese, Fritos. And onions. And onions, yeah. yeah. What more could you so ask good. for? It was delicious. I'm going to go, I'm have to go every single time someone's in town just so I can get the hot dog. <sighs> yeah. For sure. Do they for do it for own. every single every single opponent? The problem, I mean, the thing is, a lot of them have already had them, right? Like, there's yeah. been versus dogs for LA and and San Diego already, but with the new schedule format, you're getting a lot of AL teams in town for the first time, like What's the, the Mariners Sox, dog? like the I don't know what the Mariners dog is. It's probably gonna have seafood on it. That would be cool, yeah, little crab. I'll, I'll look. Um, one thing that we did learn yesterday, though, that I do want to talk about before we move on to the actual game was Derek Hall took some time to talk with us, which, by the way, Derek Hall is so cool. So kind. Complimented um, me multiple so times in my clothes. Yeah, he was super a big fan of Sean's clothes, which was awesome. Gonzo was there, too. And Gonzo an was icon. a, like, 11 out of 10 human being. Yeah. And um, then Baxter, international sex symbol Baxter, wearing his Speedo. Yes. Yeah. Just the... <laughs> <laughs> the Diamondbacks front office is amazing. Thank you for being so awesome. Um, Gonzo was just like chatting up with us. He was doing his little Vanna White presentation yeah. of the hot dogs and the the giveaways. Um, he was killing it, by the way. He told me that he was watching Vanna White YouTube videos the yeah. night before, to trying to tips. figure out how to get his like yep. hand placements right. He did a terrific um, job. He killed it. Gonzo is amazing. Um, and Derek Hall is great too. But he took some time to talk to us about everything that's going on with the team and the stadium and this upcoming season. Um, and he did say something that I thought was super interesting that I think you guys are going to want to hear. So here is Derek Hall. Uh, we're still talking to interested areas outside of Chase Field, all within Maricopa County. Um, but we're also accelerating a lot of our talks with the, the municipalities to find out how we can all partner in that city, county, state. So advance those discussions as much as, much as possible and, and see if we can come to an agreement on staying here long term. How did the attendance of the World Baseball Classic kind of inspire and impact your decisions staying here at Chase Field? It was great. I mean, you know, also the feedback we get from fans. They have memories here. That's the only ballpark they've ever known. I love it. I like tradition. Um, but WBC was very special here. I mean, that was as loud. That 48,000 crowd that we had, USA-Mexico, was as loud here as the 2017 wildcard game when Archie Bradley hit that triple. I mean, just loud. But it was that way the entire time. We heard from all the restaurants and, and local businesses the lift they got from World Baseball Classic and the fact that... You know, they, there was so much energy. It definitely made this place feel special, and we know we can do that. We can do that all the time, especially with the winning product. So we might have the World Baseball Classic to thank for pushing the Diamondbacks in the direction of figuring out their long-term stadium yeah. solution. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had mentioned that. Well, another thing he had mentioned is that if they decide that Chase Field is the option, they're willing to put in hundreds of millions of dollars to improve the stadium. Yeah. Um, he had talked about how it was ranked near the bottom of the league. It was. Um, but like he said it was a little unfair because it's the fourth oldest ballpark in the national league like yeah. it's you know and it's in the desert no one else has to deal with these kind of elements um yes. 
but it is it is really nice to hear that we should have some kind of closure on because I mean we've been going through this with the Coyotes like the yeah. uncertainty about the future of a team obviously all the haters from outside of Arizona always are going to talk about the team moving to fucking Henderson or whatever it is like to know that we are going to have some closure on what the future for this team is as far as where they're going to play um is really a encouraging. Timeline, right yeah he said within the next couple of months so it should you'd have to assume at some point this summer we're going to have an answer on whether or not they're they're moving somewhere else in Maricopa County or they're going to renovate the stadium but it is good to hear that he they the team does sound committed to staying here at least in Maricopa County. Yeah, they are definitely exploring all of their options, whether that's renovating Chase Field or going somewhere within the county. Yeah. Um, he said that he was talking to a couple of different municipalities yeah. about the potential of building a stadium yeah, for them. Obviously, Scottsdale moving near Talking Stick yes. has, has been a popular option, yeah. I option. guess. Yes. Um, so I'm glad that... And I, I never thought that, that was going to be not the case, yeah. but um, I'm glad that they are exploring all avenues. Um, I do think it would be great if they could stay personally, in my opinion, if they could stay in Chase 100%. field. Um, I love having the sports teams in the downtown of the city of where they reside. Um, I hate, hate having to drive out to Glendale for Cardinals games. And I hated it for coyotes yeah. games as well. Um, so my inclination, my first inclination is just to have the team stay where they are. Um, they do need to renovate chase field for sure. For sure. Um, we were talking about this yesterday when we were at the ballpark. I don't think it's a bad ballpark. Like yeah. I've been to eight different ballparks now. Um, it's definitely not like a high tech ballpark like Petco is. Um, and you can tell that it's definitely on like the older side, but it's really not that bad. Yeah. Like I, I think it's a great ballpark. There's definitely renovations that need to be made, but like the bones are good. Yeah. I've been to 11 MLB stadiums and like, sure. It's probably the least nice of them because all the other ones are newer um, but like the, a lot of stadiums don't have any character and I just, I don't know. I love, I like chase field. It, I have obviously somewhat of an emotional attachment to it now, but it clearly needs renovations, but yeah. look at footprint center. Uh, Derek yeah. talked about this last yeah. night. You can, you took what was previously a pretty shitty building and you made it seem really nice through renovations. There's no reason they can't do that at chase field. Yeah. My whole thing is that it's, yeah, it's not, it's not bad. It's not like run down, but it's just boring. Yeah. It's, but renovations like, can fix that. But they they've done renovations and it's not it's it, they they don't do anything to give it character. It just needs it needs character. Yeah, but I think I think I think footprint had as well kind of set the tone because I think footprint was given a lot of character through its renovations. Um, but I mean the the problem with it is that like a lot of new ballparks don't have any character. I don't think Yankee Stadium or City Field has any character, and they're, that's why they're my two least. My two least favorite stadiums in baseball that I've been yeah. to so far. Um, same thing with like Nationals Park. Like it's not there's not a whole lot of character to new stadiums. I I, I just think the location and the history is valuable. Like uh, yeah. Derek Holland mentioned, this is probably the this is the only stadium that is hope that has won a ring in Phoenix. Like it, it's the a lot of Arizona sports fans. It's the only place they've ever seen a team win. Yeah. Um. And I think there's value in that. Um. And I would also, love to like, see them stay at Chase with. The Cardinals in Glendale, the Coyotes knock on wood in Tempe, the Suns downtown. I just don't want to have to drive another location to watch a game. Like, yeah. I don't want the the Diamondbacks to move to Scottsdale and then we have one team in it. Like, it just, it's ridiculous. Like, I wish all the teams were in downtown Phoenix, but obviously I'm not going to get that wish. But just like having to think of, okay, I have to go to Scottsdale for a D-backs game. I have to go to Tempe for a Coyotes game. I have to go to Glendale for mm -hmm. a Cardinals game. I have to go to Phoenix for a Suns game. Like, ugh, I don't no, want to do, like, I, I agree with you. I like on. everything being in one spot, which is why I know it's not really ever possible, but. I would have loved to see the Coyotes play at Footprint personally. Yeah, um, I would have loved the Coyotes to be in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, and uh, Max saying that selfishly they'd want to, he'd want them to play a year at Salt River and start over on Chase Field. Um, I would probably take a few years at Salt River if that was the option. But another thing that had been mentioned is is building a stadium just a couple blocks over from Chase Field and tearing down some of that warehouse area that's a little south, I believe, of Chase Field. Yeah, um, which if Chase Field is not the option, would definitely be my sec my second preferred option because I. Again, I think there's so much value in having your arena in a major metropolitan area and not in the suburbs. And I, and I'm also selfish. We work downtown. <laughs> it's nice to be able to walk to the stadium. It's yeah. I just would like it to stay there. <laughs> and also, like I, for whatever reason, just get nervous about like brand new stadiums because I've seen brand new stadiums. Like I was in SoFi. I've been to SoFi. Um, for the Cardinals uh, LA Rams game that we would all like to forget two years ago. And I'm not the big, I wasn't the biggest fan of SoFi. Like it didn't have any character. Like it felt like a 
like a futuristic, like clean, boring, bland, just like high tech mm-hmm. arena and or stadium. And I just didn't like it. Like it yeah. didn't have any and- character to it. And it just felt so like run of the mill generic. Like I did not like yeah. SoFi. And you look at some of the new stadiums that they have in baseball, like I think my, the Marlins Park, I've not heard good things about in terms of like the inside atmosphere. It's very warehousey, and it's just when you're building a giant things like this, like it's 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 kind of hard to keep it from being an airport hangar or an airplane hangar. Um, but like Texas's new stadium looks beautiful. I, you just got you. You'd have to hope that they make the right decisions there. But that is definitely a crapshoot. And again, outside of that, you look at what the Coyotes are going through. Like the process of trying to get a new stadium built is not an easy one. Yeah. Um, and so. Do you really want to go through that again? I don't really. Yeah. When I go to a baseball park, I want history. Like going to the Boston Red Sox Fenway was unbelievable. It's the best park in baseball. Like I loved it. And I hate the Red Sox with everything in my soul. And the funny soul. thing is, is that stadium is a piece of shit. Yeah. There's but like, nothing nice I would prefer it. that over anything else because like when like history and baseball go hand in hand for yeah. me. And so like I've been to Petco Park and honestly, I did not like Petco Park either because it just felt too new and I didn't like it. Like I'm, I know I'm in the minority in that opinion and everyone loves Petco, but I personally did not like it because I like stadiums like Fenway. I like Bush in St. Louis. Like I will tell you right I like now, Dodger Stadium. the best like, park in all of baseball is PNC Park in Pittsburgh. And they did it perfectly. It is new. It is modern, but it still feels like a baseball stadium. Yeah. They have like the brick. They have the like the 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 spiral stairs in the outfield. Like it's looking over the water. Like it's a beautiful yeah. stadium. It's the best in baseball. And obviously, it's a lot different when you're building one with a roof. It's a lot harder to get that vibe. Um, but Max saying the Twins did it. The obviously the um the Rangers just did it. Like there's there's ways you can execute it well. Yeah. Um, but I hopefully I hope we don't have to get there. Like I, know. I would rather them just stay. At, at, I would rather them just renovate, uh, <laughs> renovate Chase. I think it's I love Chase. Like I don't see necessarily the problems with it. Like I, it reminds me of Coors in a lot of way on the interior with like the exposed like steel beams and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so if they can just like fix the roof, like fix the leaks, <laughs> so things aren't leaking on people anymore, like get it to like a really good operational standard and then renovate the inside and like make it kind of like cool on the inside. I think that's fine, but I just, I don't want to see them leave and I would rather them stay at chase and just like make chase a little bit cooler, but yeah, it's just my opinion. Um, all right, let's get into the game because there was an actual real baseball game yesterday that had actual real consequences for the team. It wasn't the best. Um, the D-backs lost to the Dodgers 8-2, to and Zach Allen did not make it very far. Uh, the bullpen did not look great. Uh, the bats were not swinging. <laughs> they were at first. Or they were swinging and missing, yeah, but they weren't Kyle making Lewis. any contact. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, Kyle Lewis. Um, oh, can I say something real quick? Yeah. DFA Evan Longoria. Already? Yes. Wow. Those were the first words on, on the D- my first words on the D-back show yesterday. He played one game. <laughs> That's one too many. Why is he starting over Josh Rojas? He's not good at uh, yeah. baseball anymore. The lineup when it came out, we were uh, leaving media day together and we were like shocked by the lineup. Um, it was some interesting calls. Not quite sure why Alec Thomas or Josh Rojas wasn't playing yesterday. Uh, it was the, just bizarre lineup. And I, I get that it's there, like there's explanations for all the choices, right? I mean, Kyle Lewis had a terrific spring. You know, it's the, the fact that they were playing a lefty all of those things. And so obviously in hindsight, hindsight's 2020, but I, it's it still, it does not, it didn't give me any, instill any confidence in the team for me. Yeah. Um, it's only the first game, so I'm not going to. We have tonight's lineup, by the way. Oh, we'll um, before we do that though, I just wanted to make sure that nobody feels like we're dogging on the team game yeah. one of yeah. <laughs> game one of the season. Um, obviously it's against the Dodgers. So that's already an uphill battle that you're fighting. Um, it just wasn't the best start to the season, but I'm not ready to dog on them <laughs> and count them down and out. And I say that because I was on Twitter last night and Twitter was a hellscape. Yeah, the, like the backs fans turn on each other. It was fast. a full blown meltdown on Twitter last night. And I just want to, <laughs> Make sure that we're not melting down because there's no reason to melt down quite yet. Um, and let's not turn this into a vitriol situation on the internet because it's just not necessary. Like it's the first game of the season. It was the Dodgers. It was against the Dodgers. The, Dodgers. Like, the part we, that was upsetting for me is that they held Mookie Betts hitless. Freeman didn't have a great game and they still lost. Like you were getting beat by the bottom of the lineup. Outman went yard. Like that is the part that was most concerning to me. But yeah. I mean, 
Zach Gallon still had he gave up five runs, but he still had some strikeouts. Like he was yeah. making people he was making people miss. Can so, we talk about James Allen? What about him? He has the worst name in baseball. Well, he has the worst name in out baseball when he's batting. The yeah. best name in out in baseball when he's playing in center field. Yeah. It's 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 just it's pretty it's awesome. like Homer Bailey. Like you yeah. can't be a pitcher and be named yeah. Homer Bailey. Or ball four. Mm. It's a great one too. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to dog on them too soon. I know that that I I feel like this happens every year. Like they need at least like another two weeks to get there, yeah. like to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, it's the first game. Like you can't take anything from this. Yeah, at for all. sure. You saw a guy hit a hundred out of the pen, um, which was awesome because it's been a minute since we've seen that. Yeah. Um, I think you saw two different relievers not give up a run in their in their limited outings. One guy pitched an inning. One guy pitched two thirds, I believe. Um, but yeah, man, just like if you're if you're wanting to burn it down already, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Yeah. Relax, relax, relax for sure. I also thought it was really weird that Corbin Carroll was not in the leadoff position. Someone in the comments saying, uh, you might have to scroll up a little bit. Carroll lead off for the next decade. Don't ever move him. Sean, please tell me that Corbin Carroll is leading off tonight. Batting leadoff for your Arizona Diamondbacks. Third baseman, Josh Rojas. Oh, my God. <laughs> you thought I was going Evan Longoria? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you. you thought I was going Evan Longoria. Um, we got Rojas, Marte, Gary L. Jr., Seawalk, Corbin Carroll batting fifth, Gabby Moreno batting sixth, Jake McCarthy seven, Alec Thomas in center field where he belongs oh batting eighth, and closing up the lineup at shortstop, Geraldo Podomo. Okay. So no Nick Ahmed, no Longoria, no Kyle Lewis um, in today's lineup, and Corbin Carroll getting bat- bumped up to that fifth spot. So bizarre. Whatever. I like this lineup a lot more. I have Let no the problem. Old men sit on the bench. I, I have no problem with Rojas. <laughs> I mean, they did all. This is all. This is such a young good. Uh, literally, um, old men on the bench. That is my um, adage for the rest of the season. Put the old man on the bench. I want to be positive for great a second. Band, great band name. Old Thank men you. on the bench. Old yep. man on yeah, the bench. That's a good one. <laughs> I want to be positive for a second. Cattell Marte is back, baby. And by back, I mean on that. And he didn't hit five home runs yesterday. He did contribute though, which he is nice. Beat out it was an error technically, but he beat out an infield single. You don't see him do that last year. He got out because he was trying trying to stretch a double. And obviously it ended up being the wrong call, but you don't see him do that last year. You can tell he's healthy and playing with effort. And that was one of the biggest criticism criticisms of him last year, especially after all the money he had gotten. Yeah. It looks like obviously it's one game, but it looks like he's playing with a new energy. Um, or the energy that he used to be playing with. And that is so reassuring to me because Cattell Marte should be the best player on this team, offensively at least. He should be the best player on this team. Um, and to see him play like he is a good baseball player again is really reassuring. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't just last night and that is something that he can sustain for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, I do wish Corbin was in that lead-up spot. I still don't understand the reasoning for that. Um, but I'm glad that the old men are not playing. Like These guys, <laughs> these guys need a chance to develop. And if we're going to put them on the bench and let old man Evan Lagoria start over him, like why? Like the old men were brought in to be leaders in the locker room. Like Evan was supposed to be like, let them sit on the bench. I mean, he started over <laughs> Josh Rojas, who is not like, it's not like he's a rookie. He's been doing this for a couple of years now. So right, I know, uh, but, but I, I, in general, I agree with you. Like it, that Rojas or specifically Evan Lagoria, his role should not, he should be a utility guy yes. who's providing leadership from who the dugout. in like once every yes. three, Give four guys games. rest. I don't want to like, see him starting. Yes, absolutely. I a thousand percent agree. Charles saying old man on the bench is a better album name. In my opinion, Albert wants to put it on a t-shirt. Let's go old man on the bench. That's going to be our saying for the year. Um, hopefully we see a little bit of a better performance tonight. Babe in the comments. Hi, Hey babe. <laughs> Sorry, that was weird. Um, baby, the comments saying that is it just me or do the Diamondbacks lose every opening day? It feels like at this point, um, it does feel like they lose a lot on opening day. Do we know the last time they won an opening day? I do not off the top of my head. We no. have to look that up. If you're in the comments and you like to research things, if Mac is still here, Mac Huff, research when the last time the Diamondbacks won on opening day was. Um, I know Mac likes to do that shit. Um, <laughs> but yes, it does feel like they lose on opening day a lot. So like, I feel like we should just lower expectations. Like, And also, can we stop opening against the Dodgers? Like, why? I don't think you got to lower expectations. It was one fucking game. <laughs> They're gonna. They're still fine. I'm tired of opening up against the Dodgers, though. Like, yeah, give us fair. someone to open up besides the Dodgers for, for fuck's sake. Like, I'm tired of that. Agreed. Um, lead off from the bench. Jan Paul says that's also true. Um. So yeah, did they win on opening day last year? Elizabeth said last year. I don't know. I thought I thought they lost. I don't remember. Oh, I can't remember now. 
Yeah, that was oh, yeah. oh yeah. Duh. Oh beer day. Of course. Day. I was going to I was there. Yeah, I was going to say really you don't sad. have an excuse. I was watching oh, the Coyotes gosh. game I'm at that sorry, point. I'm sorry guys. My <laughs> head's all over the place. I was there for that game. Oh my god. Um yes, they did do that on opening day, beer day. Wow. wow. I can't believe I forgot that. That was a huge miss. <laughs> Leah's wearing her Seth Cerveza shirt. I know. Too. She's literally wearing her Seth beer shirt today. Jeez. Seth Cerveza. All right, dingus. My bad everybody. They did win last year and that was electric by the way. That was a much was. better opening day. I would have rather have had something like that than what happened yesterday. Um I was just a bummer. No like duh. a bummer. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> a bummer to start the season. Yeah. Um, which we kind of knew. That's like fun. even Derek Hall during Media Day yesterday was like, We know that this opening stretch is gonna suck. Like we play the Dodgers and the Padres. Like we're aware that this is not gonna be great. Um, so yeah, it was nice to have Derek Hall recognize that. Yeah. Um, uh, but at the same time, like I'm so tired of being non-competitive against the Dodgers and the Padres. Like it was we, one game. I know. The I know. Padres I know. got their shit rocked I by know. the worst team in the division yesterday. But I just want to walk into an opening day if we're playing the Dodgers and be like, oh, we got this in the bag. Like I want to be able to be at the top of the NL West, slugging it out with the Dodgers and the Padres. Telling them to shove it where the sun don't shine like and so i just don't everybody. i don't have that bravado because i just don't have that confidence yet which i know will take time but it's okay it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine so um pussy said three three in their last six years on opening day lost three years in a row prior to beer day uh last year so it was a streak of losing um, no, no, i lost three prior to the six years Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. They're four and eleven. Hey, they got a one time on opening day for the D backs. Jeez. 14 and eleven. 14 and 11. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not ready to press the panic button yet. Um, I do like the lineup tonight better than the lineup that was yesterday. Same. I think we both agree on that, right? Yes. hundred percent. So hopefully today will be a little bit different. I just want to see the young guys do their thing. Like yeah. all of the rookies and the younger guys, and I'm grouping in Josh Rojas with that conversation and Cattell Marte, I consider one of the younger guys, obviously not a baby back, but not a grandpa like Evan Longoria or Madison Bumgarner or whoever else is agent on that roster. Mert, Mert's older than Bumgarner, which I learned yesterday. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Madison Bumgarner feels like a 90 year old man to me. He's only 31. <laughs> yeah. What? That's fucking crazy to me. If you would have said 45, I'd have been like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, so let's let's just let the young kids play, you know? Let the young kids do their thing. Mm -hmm. Am I crazy for saying that? No, not at all. All right. Well, hopefully tonight will go better. Um, make sure to follow PHNX Diamondbacks on Twitter to keep up to date with all things um, going on this season. Everyone's being so nice about my sun shirt. Thanks, guys. I'm just going to like model it for a second while you get ready for your Manscaped read. Um, I'm really obsessed with it, too. Um, it's an off-white collab. So Yeah, you mentioned that already. Um, <laughs> you ever see um, when guys like, you know, they go up to bat, you ever see like a couple of years ago, it happened to the blue Jays. I think I forget who it was. He went up to bat and he had like a mustache. And then the next day at bat, he came, the mustache was just gone. Like he had just shaved it off. You never, you don't, you know what I'm talking about? No, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that that, yep, that yep. happens sometimes. Yeah. You know? They go into the dugout. Maybe if, if, uh, you know, some guys are struggling, they need to get back in the dugout and pull out their manscape, just trim the beard off. You know, because everybody knows Manscaped for what they do below the belt, but they got plenty of stuff for above the neck as well. Um, you, they got their new Beard Hedger Pro kit. Maybe that's what uh, Evan Longoria can do. He can shave his beard while he's sitting on the bench uh, <laughs> where he belongs or at home where he belongs. Um, <laughs> you had a great career, man. Anyways, um, <laughs> I have a public service announcement. Manscaped now has beard products. And it's going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. Tell the world, the leaders in below the waist grooming are traveling north of the north of your South Pole with their revolutionary grooming products. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms that they will have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your game by going to manscaped.com and using our code PHNXBETS for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped, uh, they're the goats. Unlike Evan Longoria. Unlike Evan Longoria. Poor guy. Um, everyone in the comments is shook that Mad Bum is 31. Connor saying 31, that's it. We scroll up a little bit. Uh, how is he only 31? Daniel saying, yeah. Aging like milk. Aging like milk for real. Um, babe saying, do we have any hope in Bumgarner being productive this year? Didn't realize he was 31. No, not not a single shred of hope. I'll believe it when I see no it. No confidence, no hope. Um, I will be surprised if Mad Bum finishes the season in the rotation. 
Um, I, for one, am very pro put Madvum in the bullpen, but his contract and probably the front office disagree with me. Um, I think they're probably paying him too much to put him in the bullpen and would not want to swallow that pride of putting him there, considering how much they're paying him. But I don't have any confidence that this is going to be a good year for him. I think he probably should have retired three seasons ago. Yeah, we'll see. It's a mean? new year. <laughs> it's a new year. Anything's possible. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, yeah. Um, but I still have hope for the Diamondbacks as a as whole. It is going to be okay, D-backs fans. It is not time to panic quite yet. Hopefully tonight provides a little bit more excitement and maybe a win. Maybe a dub. We'll see. On the horizon with all those young guys in the lineup. Um, it would be nice to see for sure to bounce back after that absolute dud of a game yesterday. I'm excited to watch it, though. Are you going to watch? Are you? Oh, here? yeah, of course. I'll yeah. have it on during the Coyotes game for four. Love to hear it. All right, guys. That's our show for the week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Jan, Charles, Daniel, Babe, Connor, Boosty, Aaron, Chris, Ruben, Albert, Ryan, I think I said it, Ryan. All y'all. Xavier, all you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys are the absolute best. Don't forget, if you want to go watch the Final Four tomorrow, you can do so by coming out to the BetMGM Sportsbook out in Glendale and hang out with us. The fun starts at 2 p.m. We will be watching the game. You can get some free PHNX um, merch when you place your first bet. There's going to be food and drink specials, all that fun stuff. We'll all be there, so come hang out with us. And um, we hope you guys have a wonderful, amazing weekend. And we'll see you next Friday at 1230. Bye.